Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And this this is the attitude that we're going to have uh, leaving 2023. And heading into 2024, we're going to keep our head up. We're going to have a positive attitude about the Saints, about the city, and about everything. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. I hope you're enjoying uh, some time off. Many of you are taking a lot of time off. Uh, This is a a time of year when a lot of people are off. We are live with you this week here on WWL. And we're also going to continue to take nominations for the SOTA Person of the Year. Who do you think that should be? Now, you know, Time Magazine does this, and that, that includes the whole world. We're just kind of including, uh, you know, the New Orleans area and, and the country. Who do you think should be the SOTA Person of the Year? And we'll have, um, we'll have an announcement of that. We'll do a text off. We'll get, we'll get the, the final three, and then we'll get the, uh, the text off to happen on, on Friday, and we'll make, that, uh, we'll make that announcement. So if you want to join us uh, and give us a nomination of who should be the Person of the Year, the uh, Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Somebody left a, a tin of Danish cookies back in the break room, and um, I just um, ate one, and I'm kind of kind of choking here. Let me have yeah, tea. Well, hang on, here. hang on. No, go ahead. Yeah, rich and buttery. I'm not. I'm not choking on the the, the cookie and the quality. I'm, I'm just. It just went. It just kind of went down wrong. Anyway, Going on the wrong tube? I'm good, yes. Okay. All right, um, so we're having fun the rest of this week. Um, you know, there's a, the, the border crisis is getting worse. And, you know, I'm not an expert in this area. I do know a lot about politics. I have followed politics and read a lot over the years of my career, especially doing talk radio. But I was reading about politics when I was even doing music radio. And I do know this. I do know that it is not beneath a party. Democrat or Republican, to not want to solve a problem because it's a good campaign issue. And I have a strong sense, because I don't see any evidence of it, I have a strong sense that the Republicans love the crisis at the border because it's going to be used against the Democrats. But I just don't see any real effort to solve that problem, and that makes me feel like they just want to keep it um, a a problem. And uh, Joe Biden is not... uh, is not doing a very good job of convincing us that he's doing all he can to settle the problem. So, I mean, that also is a problem for uh, for Joe Biden. All right, today is the second day of Kwanzaa. And uh, Kwanzaa is uh, an African, African-American celebration of a culture. And so yesterday, I want to read to you the definition of unity. And there are seven principles. Kwanzaa covers seven days. 
And they have a, a candle holder with seven candles. It, it's not totally unlike the menorah, which has nine candles. This has seven candles, and a candle is, light, is lighted each day, is lit, is lit each day, to, um, to celebrate the principle. And the principle celebrated yesterday on the first day of Kwanzaa was unity. Unity is defined as striving for and maintaining unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Unity of the race. It kind of sounds like all of them united against, against us. And yesterday, without knowing any more about it, not being a historian, I said, I just, I, I think that's taken out of context. And it seems like it's, it's, it's uniting together to be strong, not necessarily against somebody else, but just to be strong. And I got an email from uh, one of our listeners, Mark, and he says that he's um, a very much a historian. And he said, I thought about it, and I came to the conclusion that this tenet of Kwanzaa unity was aimed at the Africans who sided with the, the colonial powers who dominated sub-Saharan Africa at the time, specifically the French, English, Dutch, and Germans. Those European colonists ruled over a considerable part of the African continent until the latter part of the 20th century. The Europeans uh, co-opted many of the African tribes, um, co-opted many of the African tribes uh, that, that, that pitted one against the other. Uh, so I'm thinking that that unity uh, tenant in Kwanzaa, day one, is a call out to African tribes to unite against the colonist. So, you know, you can find things in the Bible that are totally taken out of context. And I, I, I have never sensed that the spirit of Kwanzaa is a spirit of, of division. And so, like the Bible, this definition of unity as a race uh, goes back to the times and does not reflect the attitude of, of today. So this is day two of Kwanzaa, and the um, discipline today, the principle today, is self-determination. And that is defined as ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Instead of somebody else speaking for them, speak for themselves. I, I think that's a pretty good principle for everybody to follow. The principle of unity. Day one, the principle of self-determination. Day two. These seem like uh, things that we can learn about and be better about um, as far as uh, we're all concerned. So, again, in, instead of just, you know, denouncing Kwanzaa, which a lot of people do, uh, why can't we just maybe learn from it? I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, let me remind you that uh, the New Orleans New Year's Eve fireworks show is on. And I want to remind you that the midnight sky is going to light up along the historic riverfront, the East Bank and the West Bank, and start your New Year's celebration with the All-State Sugar Bowl Parade. It rolls through the quarter at 2.30. Then explore the French Quarter restaurants and bars and shops and museums, local clubs, as you await the countdown to midnight and the Fuerdele dropping down at the Jack's Brewery condominiums, followed by a world-class fireworks display. And when I say world-class, it is a world-class fireworks display. The stuff that they do with uh, pyrotechnics and, and fireworks these days, I, I mean, it's, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing how, you know, one thing shoots up and then something explodes inside of it and then something explodes inside of that. I mean, it, it truly is spectacular. Then New Year's Day, catch the 90th annual All-State Sugar Bowl Football Classic. Kickoff at 7.45 in the evening. 
no better way to do that than to usher, no better way to usher in 2024 than to take in that uh, tradition. I remember going to, to many Sugar Bowls over the years, and this is um, possible uh, because of the generosity of New Orleans and company. And they do an awful uh, great job of promoting our, our city. And there's just so much going on. Just remember that uh, New Year's Eve in New Orleans and New Year's Day in New Orleans is huge. And and all of this, the fireworks display is produced by Crescent City Countdown Club in partnership with the Mayor's Office of uh, Cultural Economy and the New Orleans Tourism and Cultural Fund and is presented by New Orleans and Company, the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the, uh, the Beggar and Tiller Families, the French Quarter Festival Incorporated, and J&M Displays. So a lot of people involved. And you can uh, stream the fireworks live on WWL.com and WWL Radio Facebook. So check all of that out. All right, let's go to Ian Hoke with some of your text messages. We are continuing to collect. Whoa, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, my headphones came unplugged. No wonder I can't hear myself. All right. Um, let's see. We got. Uh, I'm keeping kind of a running list of our nominations for the SOTA Person of the Year. Okay. Uh, so far, we have uh, Kim Mulkey, Jay Johnson, Janice. Jimmy Buffett, Helena Moreno, Jeff Landry, John Bell Edwards. If I missed one, go ahead and text us and let me know, but we'll start with that. Yeah, I think what we're going to do is uh, narrow this down to three, and then we'll have a text off on Friday, Yeah, and we'll let the, the audience decide who should be the, the person of the year. Oh, and then also Matthew in Ukraine. I forgot that one. Matthew okay, in Ukraine. Great. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is a text from James and Harvey. James says, my nomination for person of the year is New Orleans District Attorney Jason Williams. He was thought to be dead on arrival from tax charges that in court were overcome, and he is willing to change his approach to crime prosecution, and now I believe he will be more effective by his actions and people he is surrounding himself with. You know, I think it takes more courage to change than it does to double down on what you say in the first place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do respect Jason Williams for changing uh, his idea of uh, not prosecuting teenagers as adults. And the reality of what he faced when he was in office is that this is not the answer. And so we're going to, in some cases, we're going to try teenagers as adults. And I totally back him on that. Uh, I'll move on in a second. But somebody's also texting and said, how is Matthew in Ukraine? I actually, I, I sent him a message on Christmas morning and said, hey, man, Merry Christmas. Hope you're well. We're all thinking about you. And he texted me back and he said, I'm doing great. Santa got me what I wanted for Christmas. And he sent me a picture of like a giant machine gun. <laughs> I don't know what kind of machine gun it is, but, uh, I, I, you know, they're they're pretty hungry for fresh ammunition yeah. and uh, weapons over there. So And, I, and, and you know, you're got a in new the toy. theater of war and it's Christmas time. What you want from Santa might be different from what I want from Santa. Yeah, indeed. All right. Um, uh, here's a text that says the crisis at the border helps businesses keep wages low across the board. If I ask my boss for more money, he can always find an immigrant willing to do my job for less. Congress will never try to stop the influx of immigrants. And who is hiring the illegal immigrants? Who? Republicans and Democrats. Conservatives and liberals. Conservatives are, are trying to get the best job done at the lowest possible price. So there's no, uh, there's no word out there. Hey, hey, if you're a conservative, man, you got to stand up. You can't hire illegals. You, you know, you got to check on everybody you hire. No, th- there are Republicans and Democrats benefiting from that. Uh, here's a text that says Scuteria is in the ninth ah. race on New Year's Day at the fairgrounds. I know, I know. So listen, um, this is what I've learned from Miss Evelyn Benoit. 
he has faltered in the last couple of races because they feel like they've trained him too hard right before the race. And a couple of times they've noticed blood in his mucus. And so what they're doing is they've got a different training schedule for him. So I've got confidence in uh, Scuderi in the ninth race, New Year's Day, and I will be there. I've got a couple more additions to our list of potential candidates for person of the year. Here's one that says, by all means, add Jack Smith from the Department of Justice. Put Mr. Smith on the list. Now, look, I don't know if this is a typo or if this is just me not knowing what this means. This says person of the year, Sadguru. S-A-D-H-G-U-R-U. What is that? Do you have any idea? I, I don't know. Let me see. Said Guru. Said Guru. No, I don't know. Uh, right, any, if you want to clear that up for us, uh, please, well, please I do. I just did a quick Google. Said Guru is the founder and head of the Isha Foundation based in blah, 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 India, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, clean that up for me, texter. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Here's a text that says uh, Latoya and Jeffries. Yeah, I think they should be on the list. Tori Cantrell and um, Jeffrey Va- uh, Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Vappy, Vappy or, the booty guard. The the booty guard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jeffrey uh, Vappy. <laughs> My friend Karen, who is listening today, says uh, Ian Hoke for Person of the Year. Oh, that's sweet. welcome home, young man. Did you miss one selection of the Person of the Year? Yes, my selection. I th- we can't be we can't be candidates for this in our own little. No, we can't be in either. our own. That'd be like the editor of Time Magazine submitting their self for Time Magazine <laughs> yeah. person of the year. I think we have to uh, we have to excuse ourselves. What do you call that when you you're not allowed to recuse? We're going to recuse ourselves from competing in yeah. this little thing. Uh, that's all for now, man. Okay, so uh, look, the Saints can still get to the playoffs. We're going to go through the the details on on that, and then also there's a new word out there: abrosexual. A United Kingdom journalist um, explains uh, about this little-known sexual identity, abrosexual. And then somebody on Fox News speculated that the day could come when there's going to be a lesbian Virgin Mary at church, I guess as part of the living nativity scene. I'm Scoot, and if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. Look, uh, I'm going to be optimistic with, with the Saints, and we'll talk more about this when we come back. It ain't over until it's over, and it ain't over. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. December 27th, we're on the final countdown to the end of 2023 and the beginning of 2024. And, you know, I hope this wasn't a bad year for you, but I hope you're looking forward to a, to a new year. And I, I love the concept of a fresh new starting at the beginning of a, of a new year. And I know we go through this uh, every year, and um, sometimes I guess we can look back and think, gee, all the optimism that we had about a new year, and it, it didn't turn out exactly the way we wanted it to. Well, there's never, um, there's never a guarantee it's going to turn out the way you want it to turn out, but one thing that nobody can take from you is the, the, the positive attitude that you have for a new year, and that positive attitude can go, can go a long way. And, and don't be discouraged if things don't, like, all of a sudden change in the first couple of months. 2024 is going to be a full year. And you never know when something may happen during 2024 that might just really be a, a positive thing for you. So um, our attitude on the show is uh, look forward to a, a positive year. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. Uh, Ian Hoke, our senior producer, is uh, back at the controls and doing the text in the other studio. All right. So the Saints can make the playoffs if they lose one or both of these games against the Bucks this week and the Falcons in the final game in the Caesar Superdome. The Saints are out. They're, they're done. Now. Right now, the Bucks are at eight and seven. They're in the number one position in the NFC South. The Falcons are seven and eight. I think they're well. They're yeah. They're number two. The Saints are seven and eight, but I guess because of tiebreakers, the Saints are number three. And the Panthers are two and thirteen. They're in fourth place. Now, if the Saints lose, uh, the NFC South is going to not. Uh, they're not going to win the the championship. Now, if the Bucks or the Falcons. Um, win, and if the Saints go 1-1 one one or 0-2, oh they're done. But if the Saints win these final two games, and they have control over that, they don't have control over other things, but if the Saints win the final two games, and the Panthers somehow upset the Bucks, then the Saints would, would have to beat the Falcons um, to remain in the, in, the, in the equation. Okay, so this is my understanding of this. The Saints would then be 9-8, and eight, and the Bucks would be eight and nine. The Falcons would either be eight and nine or seven and ten. If the Bucks go one and one with a win over the Panthers, the Saints would lose the the tiebreaker there. And you know, I'm gonna repeat this, and I've said it a lot, and I talk about this every year. You know, during the season, the Saints lose a game, and there's a there's an attitude, oh, it's only one game. You see, those one games lost earlier in the season, they really mean something right now. I mean, our, our, our record should be a lot better than it is because there were some games the Saints could have won and should have won, and just they blew it. So when they talk about we only can control what we can control, okay, well, get out there and can control what you can control, which is like, you know, winning the game. Where is that Saints team that played so well against the Giants? Where's the Saints team that played so well in the latter part of the game against the Panthers in the Dome? Where's the Saints team that was making the comeback Last week, where was that team against the Rams? Uh, actually, Thursday. Where was that team? That, that team's there. They just need to play that way the, the whole game. So, yeah, the Saints can make the playoffs, but it looks like at this point they still need a little help. But they absolutely have to win 
the final two games. Now, look, teams can be beaten. The Bucks can be beaten. And they're a really good team this year, and Baker Mayfield's doing a hell of a job. But I am going to maintain hope and faith that the, the Saints, you know, win the game this, this Sunday in Tampa and then uh, beat the Falcons. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text line is 504-260-1870. Ian Hoke has got some text messages. Here's a text that says, Are you saying that the Saints lost those games early in the season because they weren't worried about wins and losses? I'm saying that fans tend, I, I mean, I hear it. I, I do this show. I mean, I, I hear the attitude after a loss. Oh, it's only one game. I mean, I, I, I hear that. Where does that come from? It comes from the idea, oh, it's a long season. But those games, it's so important to win those games early in the season when you're supposed to win because it always matters at the end unless you're totally dominating your division. And the games that, that the Saints let go, it's not just one game. It's, it, it, our, our record would be different right now if they'd won the games that they were on course to win. Uh, here's a text that says, oh, in the last thing, somebody suggested Sadhguru as the yeah. person of the year. And then that person texted back and said, yes, Sadhguru, if I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly, is an Eastern philosopher type with oh. a great worldwide influence with many people in the same realm as Deepak Chopra, kind of. Okay. He's a proponent of meditation and personal enlightenment. He's actually addressed an assembly of the United Nations. And I'm at a time of life when I'm becoming much more personally spiritual. I think that's awesome. And, and you know, there's a lot that Americans can learn from Eastern culture. You know, we're, we're not we're not the best at everything. You know, we, we think we're the best at everything. But, you know, there are things that we can learn from from other cultures. And, and when it comes to um, enlightenment in general, we can learn a lot from the East. I love this country. We're a great country. But one of the things that we should do is admit we're not perfect at everything and learn what we can to be better. And we ac- accidentally learned something on Scooter. Yes. This is one of those rare, credible moments. Um, Soothsayer Sam is here today talking about Kwanzaa. He says, here's what I learned about Kwanzaa, which was founded in 1966. In 1971, the founder of Kwanzaa, Maulana Ron Katenga, was convicted of felony assault, torture, and false imprisonment of women. Real classy guy whose birth name was Ronald McKinley Everett. Nope, not me. Interesting. I, look, I still, I still look at the, the tenants. I still look at the principles of Kwanzaa and say, what can't we learn from that? Uh, this texter, this is the same person who said, do you mean about, uh, are you saying they lost the games early in the season? This, now he says, you asked my question, but you did not say that it was a text. If Scoot throws it to me and says, let's go to Ian with some of your text messages, and then I respond with a question, I think most people listening figure out that that's a text message. And I almost always say, here's a text that says this, or this texter is saying this. So if it wasn't clear that that was a text message... Uh, I apologize. What else could it be? Yeah, I don't know what a you telegram? think I was doing. Um, I had kind of a, a, a slow couple minutes before we got on the air today, and I asked ChatGPT if it had any suggestions about a wacky way for the Saints to get to the playoffs. May I? Sure. Uh, Dennis Allen enlists the help of a specially trained giraffe squad, each wearing the rival, each wearing the jersey of a rival NFC team. The giraffes gallop across the country, creating chaos at opponents' practice facilities by hilariously elongating their necks to steal playbooks. And we're worried about AI <laughs> taking over. Taysom Hill transforms into a human-sized seagull with a <laughs> megaphone. 
He perches <laughs> on the Seahawks goalposts and squawks loudly, creating mass confusion among the Seattle players. Meanwhile, a team of acrobatic cheerleaders dressed as flying fish distract the Seahawks with an aerial performance, allowing the Saints to score at will. Uh, there are several more of these. I'll just give you the last one. Um, a holographic projection of Tom Brady dancing the tango appears in the middle of the field during the Buccaneers game. This spectacle distracts Brady and his teammates, giving the Saints defense the opportunity to intercept passes and execute perfect goal line stands. And post-game, a legion of Saints fans dressed as pirate ghosts invade Raymond James Stadium, scaring the Buccaneers into submission. I think this is really wonderful because it does it wow. does demonstrate that AI cannot replace human beings. No. Yeah, I don't think this is actually a playbook for the Saints to get to the playoffs. I don't, but, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think know, so. Give it a couple years, it'll probably get there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, there is a new term out. And Ian, you've never heard this term before, abrosexual? I have not. Okay. Um, uh, this is a freelance journalist. Uh, her name is Emma Flint. And she wrote an op-ed for Metro's platform section. And this is a, a section about opinions and real-life stories and analysis from experts in, in, in their field. Um, abrosexual. She said she came out as an abrosexual in 2020. Abrosexual means a person whose sexual identity fluctuates or changes. Now, Come would, on, that mean, man. would that mean that, um, okay, I'm... A heterosexual now and uh, tomorrow I might be a homosexual and then I might go back to being a heterosexual or maybe somewhere I would decide to be a trans person is that is that what that means well transgenderism is not a sexual orientation well right? okay I, 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 I understand but I you know I'd be I'd be somewhere in between these two uh, genders we already have a gender is not the same as orientation right? right so if you're homosexual you're attracted to people of the same sex if you're heterosexual you're attracted to people of the opposite sex there already is a term for people who do not belong to that binary system we call them bisexual we do not need another okay. term for this. Right. I appreciate your effort, Miss Flint, but abrosexual seems like just piling on. Yeah, it seems like you're just trying to, to, to get some notoriety by introducing a new term. So it's not something that we're going to adopt on, on, on this show. And I think you're generally born one way or the other, but I do believe that every woman is one drink away from being a lesbian. Oh, but that's a topic for another show. <laughs> I guess I'm not meeting the right women. With men, it's, it's a little different. Hey, listen, let me go back to the Saints for just a second. And I, I mentioned this after uh, after one of the, the, the games. You know, just for the hell of it, is there any reason why the Saints wouldn't put Taysom Hill in for a whole series? Okay, Derek Carr's your starting quarterback. But instead of running him in for just one play, wouldn't it be pretty amazing to see him like, I mean, it might even confuse the other team if he was in for a whole series and you didn't know whether he's going to run or pass. And, and see, when Taysom Hill's in, in the shotgun, that's also like a wildcat offense because he's such a good runner. I don't know. Um, it just seems like that might be a, a possibility. How many times did we start him the season before last when Jameis went down against the Bucks? A couple of, t- I, I think, a, I, I recall a couple I recall of times. I recall a couple of times. Yeah, I think a couple of times. And I, and it's, I, yeah, I don't think it went well. I think it, you see a lot of this, the, the Taysom Hill stuff that we see, yeah, like he gets a couple good runs in there. He's a little more mobile than we're used to seeing. It's, it's somebody from did the Saints quarterback we, position. But 
also a ton of crappy passes and just but did like- we did we ever did we ever try Taysom Hill was there was there a game plan built around him and he started the game from the I mean we knew he was starting that week well Jameis went down I, I want to say late October oh I think it was Halloween as a matter of fact so there was still plenty of football to play that season yeah but did he but but okay they, so they would have had time to develop a game plan for him to start I think all right, co- correct us on this, please. Yeah, because I'm look. I'm not sure. You know, we you know we uh, we do an overview of sports and just attic uh, sports attic and a, and, a, and a big fan. But I don't I don't pretend to know all the uh, all the statistics. And, and some of you know all that stuff. Was there was there a time when Taysom Hill started at quarterback and there was a game plan designed for him? The Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. All right, when we come back, uh, let's um, let's talk about this uh, Thibodeau police officer who shot and killed a dog Christmas Day. And now there seems to be questions about whether or not it was justified to kill the dog. All right, looking back on the year 2023, there were a lot of cases where a lot of people denied that they did anything. And Mayor Cantrell was one of the big ones who said, hey, it wasn't me. You went to the Pentalba. You uh, had an affair with Jeffrey Vappi. It wasn't, wasn't, oh, okay. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, it wasn't me uh, this year. If you want to join us, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 1975, the gospel group, the Staples Singers, scored their um, second number one hit with this song, Let's Do It Again. This is the former gospel group singing this song. Hallelujah. Amen, Jesus. Oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah, formal gospel. I guess, I guess they turned a little secular by that point, but they were a gospel group of staple singers. I'll Take You There was their big hit in 1972, but this was their other number one hit. Let's do it again, again and again. All right, so this dog is running around uh, a neighborhood in Thibodeau, and a Thibodeau police officer shoots in and kills the dog. The dog, the dog is shot and dies from his injury, so the dog is dead. There's cell phone video from a witness um, that said that the dog was just was just running around. And here's a quote here. This is a story from Eleanor Tabone uh, from Channel 4, uh, Louisiana, WWO, Louisiana. She's the uh, Australian. I love I love her accent. Love when she does the stories. Love the eyelashes, too. Anyway, she says that uh, this person was a, a passing uh, passing by as a, a dresser driver. And uh, this person says the dog was running around having a good time. The dog was sniffing bushes. And poles. And that's what dogs do. Um, she said, I got really close to the dog. He wasn't aggressive at all. He was just running around and liked playing tag. Um, the Thibodeau Police Department said about 1030 Christmas morning, they were called out and the dog uh, came from a nearby neighborhood. The owner was trying to catch the dog with the police. Uh, the dog then attacked a police officer and bit him on the backside. I guess that would be his um, his butt. 
the dog was uh, started running toward running. The dog started. This is from the Thibodeau Police Department. The dog started running wild toward other people and appeared to charge another um, bystander. They said the officer was forced to shoot the dog and the dog died from the wound. Uh, the witness said the dog's tail was not between his legs, his hair was not up, and he was just a normal dog walking around. Uh, the Thibodeau Police Department refused to say anything to Eleanor Tabone. She actually went to their headquarters, and they said that there's no further information, and they will not be commenting. It sounds to me like they know they shot the dog, and they shouldn't have shot the dog. Now, you know... I'm, I'm, you know, I stand up for police, but sometimes um, police don't always make the, the right decision. If the dog bit the police officer, that's one thing, but, but there should be some video evidence of that, I, I, would, I would think. And it sure seems like the Thibodeau Police Department um, is, is eager not to talk about it and just to shut this whole story down, which, again, can't help you but be a little suspicious. So anyway, we don't know what happened, but it seems like maybe the dog didn't have to be shot. And if that's the case, it's sad that the dog was shot. Ian has got some text messages. Most of the text messages right now are about the Saints still. So okay, here I am reading text messages in case anybody needed that to be explained loudly and clearly to them. Again, this is me reading listeners submitted text messages. These are not Ian Hoke or Scoot Originals. These are your texts. Let's make this very clear. Okay. Wow, thanks for that. <laughs> it just sounds so much more official that way. Man, there's never a bad time to whip that thing out. Uh, so the first thing I want to do is talk about Taysom Hill, because a couple people remember this better than you and I. They said uh, 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 Taysom Hill actually has a winning record as a starter. The Saints went with Trevor Simeon for a few games. I That's totally right. That's forgot right. about that, dude. Another texter says Taysom Hill has started nine games, and he is 7-2. and two. As a starter, he started four games in 2020 and five games in 2021. Okay. I forgot he also he started games when Drew Brees got hurt when he hurt his fingy. That's right, man. That yeah, it seemed like he had started games, and it I don't know. It it seemed like there was some 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 positive act activity there. Uh, here's a text that says playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> Much like Scuteria, the Saints have blood in their mucus. <laughs> And no amount of training is getting them to the playoffs. Too many car wrecks and on-again, off-again defense are hard to overcome. Next year, sports fans. Yeah, and you know what's really sad? I mean, I heard somewhere that, that you know that Michael Thomas uh, may not be in a Saints uniform next year. That dude's going to be lucky to be in a uniform. I mean, here's a guy who couldn't keep from being injured, and I guess that's sad. But this guy was a Hall of Famer in the making, and he just got injured, and he just stayed off the field. And you can't get to the Hall of Fame, and you can't set records, and you can't use your God-given talent if you're not playing. And I, I guess he was just injury-prone. Here's a text that says, When all is said and done, Mike Dettelier and Bobby Bear were right when they assessed Derek Carr versus Andy Dalton. Before they had him coming here, their consensus was almost that he wasn't a major step up from what we had with Andy Dalton, and they proved to be right. Yeah, it's it's true. And I'll leave you with this. When we were talking about uh, this, what, ab abrosexual? Abrosexual. Uh, here's a text that says, hey, uh, welcome back. Uh, happy belated Christmas and Merry New Year. I got my SOTA T-shirt after shopping at Perfume Headquarters. I'm wearing it proudly. Thank you. There is one sexual category we didn't mention. 
and it is asexual, and I must be one because I keep getting told to F myself. <laughs> Man. Well, wait, if you're asexual, then you wouldn't even do that. That's true. I mean, if you're asexual, this sex would not be really uh, not interested. Would in not sex. be an issue. Yeah, that's right. They do exist. All right, on the Scooter in the Air Rock Culture calendar, on this day in 1989, Chuck Berry was sued by a former cook at his restaurant. The restaurant was uh, called the Southern Air. It was in Wentzville, Missouri, and the former cook claimed that Chuck Berry installed hidden cameras in the ladies' rooms and collected videos. Over 200 former customers were taking part in the class action lawsuit against Chuck Berry. They eventually settled out of court. And I think that situation, I think that inspired Chuck Berry to write this song. That's just really low, you know, when somebody installs cameras in a bathroom. And, and, you know, look, everything that goes on in the bathroom is not sexy. It's not very pleasant. And you hear about these stories of people doing it, and just it seems like these are like the ultimate creeps. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, don't freak out. This is the song we play every Friday at the beginning of the 3 o'clock hour. But on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2015, Stevie Wright, the lead singer of the band, Easy Beats, and this was their only big hit, the lead singer of this band, the Easy Beats, uh, died at the age of, of 68. And this was uh, a 1967 hit, Friday on My Mind. It uh, climbed to number 16 in the U.S., was uh, number 6 in the U.K., and in their home country of Australia, it hit number 1. And it's uh, one of the top songs we play every Friday on Scoot on the Air. All right, if you want to nominate somebody else for the uh, SOTA Person of the Year, which uh, we'll narrow that down to three, and we'll have a text off on Friday, and that will determine who is the SOTA Person of the Year for 2024. This uh, tradition goes back to, um, well, this year. And uh, we'll, we'll start, but we'll, we'll do it every year. Also, we'll be uh, in the next couple of days doing some of the worst songs and the best songs of 2023. I'm Scoot. Hang on. We'll be back on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.